want to be totally inclusive um, because uh, the sport of horseback riding is expensive and not everybody has money to take lessons. Um, and I was like, no, I want, I want them to meet horses or donkeys um, without having to pay me anything. That was Liz Beeson Evans of Caring Cowgirl. I'm Jeff, and this is Storied San Francisco. Every week on this podcast, you'll hear from therapists, writers, artists, and other San Franciscans telling stories, sharing personal histories, and trying to put into words what makes this city so special. Welcome to episode 21, part two. In part one, Liz talked about growing up with horses being a big part of her life. In this podcast, she'll tell the story of getting her two minis, Vanessa the mini donkey and Shakira the mini dwarf horse. Together, they and Liz comprise Caring Cowgirl, a new nonprofit that will offer mini equine therapy to people in San Francisco. Quick note, you can help Liz buy a minivan to transport the minis by donating on her website, caringcowgirl.org. Here's Liz. Caring Cowgirl, um, therapeutic mini equine visits. Um, so um, a few years ago, I got my certification as a uh, therapeutic riding instructor or um, otherwise known as adaptive riding instructor. So I would work with kids, teens, and adults, but mostly kids that had special needs. So maybe autism or anxiety or cerebral palsy. Some kids were in a wheelchair and I would bring a horse up to a ramp and then we would gently lift them and lift them onto the horse's saddle and have a horseback riding lesson. And I thought that was so cool. And at the time we were still living in San Francisco and I thought, man, this would be so cool for not only the special needs community in San Francisco, but for um, at-risk youth, for uh, the have-nots, the homeless folks on Market Street to just have a little moment with an animal. Um, you know, most people in the city have access to a cat or a dog, but not a mini donkey. So, um, and we all watch Parks and Rec. So we all watch Parks and Shakira looks like somebody we know on that show. Um, so, I worked at a nonprofit for a few years teaching adaptive horseback riding. And, and this is still um, big horses, or this is still full size horses. Full size, okay, okay, yeah, full size horses. And then, um, and then I just saw a need for for horses in San Francisco. And I started thinking about it and thinking about it. I'm like, oh, a full-size truck and trailer and a full-size horse to like logistically get it through the city into Golden Gate Park. That'd be a little gnarly. It's possible, but a little gnarly. And I wouldn't be able to get everyone. I want to be totally inclusive um, because uh, the sport of horseback riding is expensive and not everybody has money to take lessons. Um, and I was like, no. I want, I want them to meet horses or donkeys um, without having to pay me anything. Mm-hmm. I just want you to have that access. And so um, that's when I thought about minis. And I adopted a mini donkey named Vanessa and a dwarf mini horse named Shakira. So at that point, did you have any experience with minis? <laughs> did you have to learn was there a learning curve? or I had some experience with minis. They had two minis at, at the therapeutic riding school where I okay. was. Um, but they were just, um, we call pasture pets. You mm. just looked at them because they were cute. And ah. that was it. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you couldn't handle them. I mean, you could, but they weren't very obedient. Mm -hmm. Um, When I got these minis, I didn't know their background because they had been saved from a kill pin, which is where they auction off horses, um, big and small, um, to meat buyers. Mm -hmm. Um, 20% of the horse meat consumed in Europe uh, by humans (laughs) comes from American horse meat. And then what? Uh, so, anyways, uh, yeah, that's, that's this is so that, off topic. I'm just like uh, curious, where, like, what, what else? Dog food or what dog else? food? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if this is still true, but when I was younger, um, it was well known that um, horse meat goes into glue, mm-hmm. into dog food. For some reason, I thought that was hooves. No, that's gelatin. Oh, that is possible. Gelatin too. is made from horse hooves or mm-hmm. goat hooves or something. And then I think I also heard a rumor that like some fast food joints were of co- oh always putting horse meat instead of beef in the it. fast food that like the kids you don't like go to that's where <laughs> yeah. it's like kangaroo meat and whatever but yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so so you had a little bit of experience and then you how did you find on Craigslist no just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did my research. I did not want to go and buy a couple of minis. <laughs> Um, because I know that there are a lot of kill pins in the United States still, um, that sell to meat buyers. And, um, I thought, I'm sure I can get a cool little couple, right? A cool little matching couple. I wanted a matching couple, you know, being the same height and same color. And, um, so I found a rescue called Fairytale Farm Mini Rescue in Gilroy. And I went with my friend Magda and I said, Magda, do not let me go home with any minis today. We're just here to look, right? You don't want to get excited the first day. And we looked at about 30 mini donkeys and mini horses. And I took a thousand pictures and there was a bunch of really cute, you know, sets, if you will. Um, But I just didn't feel it. I wasn't vibing with any of them, Mm -hmm. so to speak. So we were starting to leave and the director goes, oh, wait, I have this other barn. Um, Our neighbors let us keep some of the rescues there because there's just so many that we keep getting. We don't want to turn anyone away, but they're kind of an odd couple. And um, (laughs) my ears perked and I was like, oh. Uh, And we turn the corner and I see, I see basically like from their hooves to the top of their ears. So with their little head, you Mm -hmm. know, standing up, um, they're about three feet tall so i see this gray three foot tall donkey with like super tall ears it's like half her height Mm -hmm. right and a short very round dwarf mini horse with crazy blonde hair (laughs) and i was like i'll take them so then we spent the next you know hour or so just hanging with them um, checking out their temperament to see if they liked people because mm-hmm. I needed them to like people if I was going to visit people in the city and have cars blaring and sirens going and people just reaching out to touch them because they're so cute and I would too. Um, so they passed the test. They passed the temperament test. They love people. I picked up each of their little hooves and they were totally okay with that. I um, made funny sounds with, you know, like a garbage bag behind them and they didn't kick out because that's important. You want to make sure they're not going to kick out at anybody. Many can still do some damage. Many can still do some damage. Um, So they pass all the tests 
and the rescue wanted to make sure that they were coming home to a, an appropriate place to live, which I totally respect. So yeah, a couple months later, um, actually nine days before our wedding, they came to live at the ranch. And then I got married and we went away on a month long honeymoon, which was fantastic. But I was like, oh yeah, I have these things at home now. <laughs> and I just started a nonprofit and I better get myself organized. So basically, I want to have um, these guys accessible to anybody that could use a little equine therapy. Um, so um, I'm currently raising funds to buy a minivan for the minis. <laughs> With big fake plastic ears sticking up on them for oh, Vanessa. Oh, good idea. I was just going to have my husband, who's a photographer, um, take a picture and then plaster it on e either side. So even if you can't see the minis, you get to see the minis. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Maybe one on the back too. Mm -hmm. um, but anyway, once I get the minivan, I'm going to go visit kids at school, um, people at the hospital, um, people stuck behind the desk that, um, you know, sometimes don't even leave the office, mm -hmm. you know, on a full work day. They're like, oh, whoops, I forgot to go outside today. And I went in at eight and I came out at eight. Mm -hmm. um i also want to visit like i said homeless people on market street mm -hmm. um just anybody i want to remind people um that there are different forms of communicating um which when you're in front of a little horse or a little donkey um you adjust to right away mm -hmm. but when you're in front of somebody with special needs or maybe that just communicates a little differently for some reason it takes us longer to adjust to other people's form of communication right so by putting this fuzzy, adorable thing in your face, hopefully it reminds you like, oh, yeah. And oh, yeah, there's nature. And oh, yeah, I should care about things around me. Hence the name Caring Cowgirl. So I'm hoping that Caring Cowgirl can be a reminder to, um, to care about yourself and the people around you. Um, and maybe to also just be a little more patient with people around you. So yeah, so so as soon as we get the minivan, we're going to be going to visit folks in San Francisco. Um, and hopefully one day we can get horses back at Golden Gate Park. That's the, an admirable goal. Yeah, yeah. Um, they, because they're, because you said back, there used to be horses there. Used there used to be course. horses there. Um, there are still the old polo stables mm -hmm. um, because there was a polo field. I mean, mm -hmm. there still is a polo field there, but now it's used for other recreational uses. Mm -hmm. um, another fun fact, there's uh, sprinklers there now, so you cannot have a horse on the Ouch. polo field anymore. <laughs> Ouch, yeah. Um, but the polo stables are still standing, and then right next to them are the San Francisco Police Mounted Unit. They're still there. And there's still an organization called the San Francisco County Horsemen's Association. Oh. Um, so it's uh, this club that meets once a month and they do community outreach. They have like horse day at Golden Gate Park once a year, um, which is super awesome. Do. But uh, awesome. but I want I want to be an advocate for, for SFHA, San mm -hmm. Francisco Horsemen's Association, um, to get all of what used to be the horsey community of San Francisco reignited. Yeah. You know, have a hoe down at the park. Like I said, I've grown up with horses um, and it wasn't because I had a bunch of money. Um, my mom was a single mom from central Mexico. Um, 
but we lived in a small town and it was still affordable to have um, livestock. And I just want kids to have that chance. So I work with horses nine to five. That's what I do for a living. I take people out on horseback rides throughout the South Bay area. Um, but I also want to build up caring cowgirl to where that is my full-time job. I'm throwing these, these little ladies in the minivan and I'm just like, like the ice cream girl or the ice cream man or whatever, you know, honking the horn and kids come out and they're like, ah, Vanessa, Shakira. (laughs) Um, which by the way, I, I named them both. Um, um, well, I named Shakira. Vanessa came with that name and I liked it but um, I changed it to Shakir because I wanted both her names to be bilingual in Spanish and English so she's also named Shakira because her hips don't lie don't forget to visit caringcowgirl.org to donate and help Liz be able to transport the minis to San Francisco join us next week when we'll hear from John Law an artist and co-founder of the Cacophony Society music for the podcast is by Otis McDonald Film photography is by Michelle Kilfeather. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram to stay up to date on everything we do. Find all 70 episodes on our website, storiedsf.com, and wherever you listen to podcasts. If that happens to be Apple Podcasts and you have a couple minutes, please rate and review the show for us. Send comments or suggestions to storiedsf at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.